Hi, this is Paul. Before we get going, I'd like to give a shout out to BattleBards for letting us use their awesome audio. Go to BattleBards.com and check out the latest offers. I'd also like to give a shout out to a podcast I've been listening to for the past few weeks called Whelmed. It's a fan podcast that takes a kind of book club format for the DC Comics and Warner Brothers cartoon, Young Justice. So head on over to CrashingTheMode.com or find them on Twitter at the YJ Files. Hi, welcome to Swordnet Radio. This episode is the continuation of our 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons campaign, Doors. We're picking up from episode 51, which is all the way back in March 2016. So I'll give you a bit of a recap. Shots glass, blood on my shoe, she had so much to say. So little proof there was, running on the wall. Everyone around was walking tall, she said you want a piece of me. You want to come take it all and The campaign started with an attack on the city of Kereva. Some strange lizard-like people came in and tried to kidnap some folks. The party fought them off as best they could, and when they did so, they noticed that weird effects happened when blood got spilled. They seemed to be concentrating on kidnapping the old, the young, generally people who were weak and couldn't put up a fight. Most notably, the children of the Oak family, who were quite dear to the party, were taken, and soon after the party were arrested for a murder they'd committed only a couple of days before. The arrest was orchestrated by Gareth Goulden, the Shire Reeve or Sheriff of the city and the surrounding area. Goulden was unable to send any troops because he knew they wouldn't be able to catch up before they crossed the border and thus incite a war that was not legally sanctioned. In return for a full pardon and some pretty handsome gifts, the party agreed to go and find the kidnapped people and bring them back, including the Oak family and one very important person. Gareth Goulden appeared to know quite a lot about the party, including their histories their connections, and their powers. Not seeing much choice, the group began the chase through the countryside. They picked up a few clues, but rapidly made their way to, to a village where they found the site of a bloodbath. The token forces that Gareth Goulden had sent after the attacking army had encountered a rearguard, been ambushed, and slaughtered. Our heroes fought the remainder of that force, including one very altered man. A black, scaled amphibious, acid-spitting horror. Again, they saw more strange effects after blood had been spilt, including huge insects, ghosts rising from newly killed corpses, and strange people appearing out of nowhere and disappearing just as fast. It's here they met Pen in Meckersprocket, the only person they've ever seen who looks anything like Gimbal. This meeting was cut short when she found them boring and decided to take off in her helicopter backpack. Pressing on with the chase, they found the remains of the passing army including one of the prisoners, who appeared to have been frozen to death. Finally catching up, they made their way to the town of Middlevoss. They unthinkingly blundered into the heart of the army, not realising that not everyone will have changed into one of these lizard creatures. They were soon confronted by what seemed to be a blue version of the black, horrific thing that they had killed earlier. He introduced himself as Zinath, the Shadow of the Blue, and explained that the army was really a religious sect, calling themselves the family and that there were the shadows of the blue the black the white the red and the green and that they had somehow gained their powers through mysterious stones one of which the party had taken from the body of the shadow of the black the team agreed the return of the prisoners and in trade they would join Zinath to kill the white the green and the red 
and take over. A random accident in town involving the spilling of blood led to the appearance of a demon who rampaged through town, crushed bleak into a pulp, and vanished. Reeling from the loss but feeling caught in the deal they'd made, the party descended upon the compound housing the Shadow of the White and the prisoners who were undergoing a process of being convinced to stay of their own free will rather than return. They managed to sneak Gimbal through the security, invisible, where, with a large amount of luck, he wounded the Shadow of the White with Bleak's poison dagger and made his escape. In the chaos, they met Jace, a pirate, who had found his way afoul of the family and had been taken prisoner. They fled to the coast, where they put to sea on a ship captained by an ally of Zinath, the Shadow of the Blue. They were caught up by a ship sent by those loyal to the White, and a battle ensued. Much blood was spilt, and the opposing ship vanished from existence, almost sinking the party ship in the process. Deciding stealth was the better option, they were put ashore on the opposite side of a forest from the stronghold of the Shadow of the Green, a castle known as Neela's Drift. On the way through the forest, they encountered several abominations, apparently created by the experimentation of the Shadow of the Green. After being nearly killed by an undead shark and bear, they made camp to rest and had a shared dream in which they were legendary heroes battling an unnamed terror. We join them as they awake. This episode, as voted for by the Swordnutters on Twitter, is... Anybody got milk? Enjoy. Shall we introduce ourselves around the table? Uh, so, starting on the left. Hi, I'm Adam. I play Gimbal Galloglass, Tiny Troubadour. Hi, I'm Biddy, and I play Rue, um, Purple-Eyed Warlock. Hi, I'm Tom. I play Karahad. I'm struggling to remember what kill is in Welsh. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, Alright, I'm Paul. I'm the DM, and I'm going to kill everyone. And next week, I'll do it in Welsh. Damn you. <laughs> So last week, or last session, we were in the odd position uh, of having trekked through this godforsaken wood. You had uh, come across one nameless horror, which you managed to eviscerate and turn into pate, um, which I, I'm assuming Karahad doesn't ever want to talk about ever again. And <laughs> now, now has a uh, a phobia of shark fin soup. Also, uh, so you, you managed to sort of hike through, and you found a camp. And at that point, there was a, a another horror that um, Rue had some uh, experience with. So uh, I think it was Fuss, wasn't it? Fuss was out scouting and saw what was essentially a unicorn with a fetus growing out of his neck, which the rest of the, the group didn't see because it. We sort of got spooked and ran away. Yeah. Oh yeah, you got really angry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it was yeah. when we were settling down for the for sleep, um, and we heard the noise, and we were all like, "Well, we're not going out there." Mm. So you yeah. sent you sent us to uh, investigate. That completely galvanised in my mind that uh, I want all of the shadows dead. Previously, That's... I wasn't sure about how best to do it. Now I I want to mm. kill them. That's all. right. Yeah, none of the rest of you know what a unicorn is. It's not something that's appeared in your. Uh, lexicon. The so he described a horse Except with a possibly horn. Possibly gimbal. Nope. No. Nope. Not at all. No. Nope. History and nope. stories. Nope. Fair nope. enough. Nope. Doesn't exist. 
Nope, 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 nope. What he described was a horse with a horn, which you're thinking, uh, okay, that's weird. Um, and then and then a fetus, and you're like, uh, okay, even more weird kind of thing. Oh, but... wait a minute. What happened to Yes, but? Um, there are some things about this world that are just how they are. So that's intrusive. Some things about this world are intrusive, is the thing. I mean, Gimbal, I'll tell you what, I'll, I'll, I'll know but, rather than yes and, uh, if you do want to make a, a roll to see if you understand what that creature was, uh, then it will be, you get to decide what it is that you've heard of this sort of type thing, but it will be vague and it ain't going to be a unicorn. Okay. Horses with horns, they don't necessarily need to be good, they don't necessarily need to be evil, but like, oh yeah, I know, that's the bug, bladder, beast of Arg or whatever, and <laughs> if you roll high, it'll be true. <laughs> if you roll low, it won't. Okay, so. Okay, um, I have to come now, now come up with a name for this creature. Yep. Screw it, I'm Fuck not going to bother. you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <clears throat> so, uh, I am going to be asking you guys to name things and describe things more often, alright? Uh, so, with all this kind of set behind you, you managed to find a, dis- a slightly, like, defensible location, bedded down for the evening, and proceeded to have one of the weirdest, most vivid dreams of your lives. And you've just woken up. We'll, we'll wreck on the last moments of it, because Kara um, had got up, walked off, and uh, his, sort of, his toe nudged a little rabbit's yes. foot. But we'll take it from the point where you've woken up. So... I'm good. We all woken up, and uh, I was going to say, considering the dream, we probably all just sort of sat up, like waking up from a nightmare, like sort of thing. Because oh no, this this is just an all night sleep for me. Rue has freaky ass dreams <laughs> all the time, so yeah, this is this is quite normal. Okay, so Rue's considering it a normal dream. Mm. Gimbal sat up and gone the fuck, and looked around the circle and for a second has sort of seen like this fading image imposed over everyone of these faces that he's just seen in this dream. Describe to me the face you see fading away from Karahad. Just like fleeting image, but like what, what's what's the thing that catch, catches you about the face fading off of Karahad? <laughs> he was an elf. So she, yeah. Um, yeah, I was, I was trying to remember what his character was. So I was just like, I was thinking we're going to have to stop this for a second. Um, he looks like he's got Down syndrome. No, no. <laughs> it's kind of... No, it's not. It's not. Um, okay. Um, Gimbal, slightly on edge from his dream, thinks that he sees um, a resemblance to uh, Bleak. Okay. Mm. So that's now canon. Your character has to somehow be a little bleak as well. Think about that sort of stuff. Okay. I'm in dark clothes. <laughs> okay, on you go. So um, Gimbal's just going to sort of sit there looking around slightly wide-eyed. Like, that was weird. Doesn't say what. Just sort of mutters to himself, that was weird. Uh, what was weird? <sighs> Just had the weirdest dream in a long time. Oh yeah, what about? Um, well, it was us, but it wasn't us. And we were here, and we were fighting this... A porcelain rabbit? Yeah. 
Uh, okay, that was perhaps a bit weirder than I thought. That's the dream I had. Also, you, you were a dwarf. Oh yeah, weren't you shorter? No, I know. No, you, I've no, always been this short. No, 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 no. You were taller. Yeah, I remember you were in the dream, and you were taller and squatter and. You did that was a total contradiction in terms. Yeah, <laughs> taller and squatter. Wider. Well, squ- wider. Yeah. yeah, taller and stockier. Taller and stockier, and not quite yourself. And okay, and you were weird. there, and you were there, <laughs> and you were there. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you point out my obvious ripoff? <laughs> so, uh, Gimbal's just going to sort of look at look at everybody else and just be like, Do "Any of you have this dream?" Well, while you're doing that, I've just quickly got up and I've gone like I haven't even listened to you or tried to talk to you or anything. I've just gone straight over to have a look for bits of porcelain on the floor, just straight up into action. So I haven't actually heard you yet. How do you find? Uh, a Real or porcelain? And how big? That's a good question. Don't make chit-chat in the morning and go straight over to look for this uh, smashed porcelain. I can't can't find anything, so I'm just thinking what's going on. And then just in the corner of my eye over by like a tree stump, I find um, this... Like a big uh, porcelain like pole, and I go look over it, and it's got to be small of it. It's the same size as the bunny. It, oh, it's, it's, okay. it's the white rabbit from Monty Python. It was tiny and okay. it's was thinking the giant. Oh no no! Do you not remember the session? <laughs> it's, it's tiny. It's tiny. Okay. In, in my head, the porcelain bunny was huge. Well, I, I thought that was just because we were going off the porcelain bunny. No, in my head it was this great. It was, it was, it was jumping around. It was jumping around to your uh, your neck. Yeah. Oh, was it? Yeah, it yeah. was a purple bunny. It was straight out of Monty Python. I, I I totally had it as this mm. big ginormous like grizzly bear sized porcelain bunny in my head. <laughs> yeah. How, however, now that we've yeah. got the cannon sorted, if you if you want it to be different to have translated into the real world differently you can do that if it's a if it's a, a real bunny if it's a huge paw that actually is just off a rabbit but fucking huge up to you really? good stuff that's funny because I, I imagined like power rangers daddy <laughs> well, not, not quite that big but well, yeah well everything was bigger back in the day you know yeah <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Oh no, I'm thinking Power Rangers when they go the, the, the size of buildings. No, oh, I was thinking no, no. more the human yeah, size. Yeah, ones. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's kind of what yeah. I was thinking yeah. as well. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, sorry, back to you, Tom. Cool. Okay. So I go over and I find this. Uh, okay, not so giant as, not so small as you were describing, but not as giant as I was describing. That's Larger than a regular bunny foot. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I pick it up and it's all chipped and smashed like it's been in some, like it's been there for a long time. Uh, and I'm like, no, this can't be real. This, this must be something else. But it's it's what I remember from this dream. And so I quickly pick it up and run over to you guys. And I don't even know that you've dreamt the same thing yet. But I'm just like, guys, this is weird. We we gotta get out of here. I've been fighting a shark, <laughs> and a bear, and now and a shark, a, a stuff, bear, a shark, and a shark, a share. And now I'm. Finding stuff from my dreams. Everyone roll me Freaked a out. 
In fact, uh, no, 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 no tell, tell me how, you, how you're reacting. Um, Gimbal's reaction is going to be not so much incredulousness, more sort of he's going to be he's going to be basically a bit like, yeah, we just discussed this. Um, we had the same dream, but he's going to be like looking with slight trepidation at this rabbit's foot that you're holding. It exists. Rue's a little bit confused because he's. he's his te- chest feels a bit tight and he doesn't quite know why. He's still kind of half asleep and this is all a bit confusing. So he, he kind of raises his hand up to his chest to try and feel it and stabs himself in the hand on something. It's like, what the fuck? Looks down and the small black arrowhead that he usually has nestled on the like the breast bit of his uh, leather armour is now about a foot long and is like... Uh, completely popped out of the leather and the reason it feels tight is because it's 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 stretching the leather around his chest and I've just caught my hand on the point of it basically. It drew blood. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on with this? And I kind of dislodge it from the chest and hold it out and it is now blatantly a spearhead. And it looks uh, I'm casting my mind back to, to the dream and Oh god, what's he called? I can't remember his name. I can't remember his name. What, what were we all called? Because we were called different names, weren't we? This, this, this was on the head of his spear. This was in my dream. I, I, I don't remember the name. Oh, but, but this, this, this was his spearhead. This was on his spear, and, and this, this was special to him somehow. Why, why, why the fuck have I got this? And what, why was what? it small? Why was it an arrowhead? I don't. What the fuck is going on? Look at this. Fuck it out. Okay, I'm going to do detect magic. Uh, roll me an investigate as well, please. Okay, so. All of us are just. just... No, it's counted, so. Detect uh, magic is. Uh, spell DC. What, what is it? Uh, 16. That's detect magic arcana? Yes. Okay. And well, no, you... I'm actually in my cantrip detect magic. It just does it. Oh, uh, okay, fair enough then. Yeah. And investigation? Ten. So you are reaching out your, your feelings to this, this thing and, and sort of exploring it. And, and um, you know, you're doing it very mildly and, and gently because you're expecting to be flooded because normally that's what happens. And it isn't. It's actually very weak here. You have to really try hard to... To plumb the depths of this thing, and you're sort of you're turning it around in your hands, and you, there's this very weak field in there, and you can't really see it. And and I I, I tell you like um, colours and things, but it's more like it might have a taste, it might have a smell. It's just something that evokes a response in you that says this is to do with how I would do this sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's all it's all kind of gut feeling for you, and but you're not really getting that. You're just getting this. There's something about this, and you sort of turn it up, and and there's, and there's the the hollow end where it's. You no, know, uh, it's been it's it's been cut off its body. You sort of, sort of peering down at it, and you see, you see a little, like a faint glow down there. Um, in there, you can't make out details, but there is a little sort of glow further down. I'm going to stick my finger down and try and see if I can figure out what this little glow thing is. It's whether it's the the core of the staff or whether there's something stuck down there or what. I. Uh, you sort of stick it down there, and you, you hear something kind of like moving around a little bit, but you can't reach it with your finger. Okay, I'm going to get a small twig and <laughs> start jamming it down there, trying to get this thing out. Okay, um, 
I won't say roll for that. So you draw out the, the sticks or pull this, this thing off. And inside this bunny rabbit's paw is a scroll sealed with wax in red. Oh, right, okay. I thought we were talking about the spear for a second. <laughs> oh, oh, God, I'm so easily confused. <laughs> <laughs> um, ah. I thought it was us. <laughs> we're in the same wavelength. So you... Not just me, excellent. <laughs> okay, so... You, uh, so you pull out and there's a scroll. Yeah. A, sort of rolled up and sealed with a, a red seal. Um, is, the, is the seal broken? Nope. Okay. Ooh, do we open it? Yeah. There's not a huge amount of magic kind of like power coming off this thing, so I think I would guess it's relatively safe. So mm. now you've got it in your hand, you can see that this is glowing like a uh, the, the colors are sort of always slightly shifting, so it's like a it's almost like a white glow, but just because the colors are shifting so so rapidly. Mm. And you think this is something to do with changing things and and, and making things other. Okay, bollocks to it. I am going to open this scroll up. Perception, please. Gimbal throws himself flat on the floor and covers his head. Um, Wise. Fifteen. As you go to break the seal, you notice that uh, it is stamped. It's not just a, a blob of wax, and there is a letter B on it uh, in very florid kind of scroll work. And you pop open the scroll. And at the top, uh, there's, there's a lot of um, symbols and uh, confusing things on there that you instantly see this is where the power is, this is where the spell is. Mm. And so immediately stop, you know, stop reading it just in case. But above it are the words, you might find this useful. Mm. What? In, in which language? In your language. Yeah, so in common? In common, yeah. Well, in, in Anish. And, and, and the rest of it, is it all in common? No, no. these are weird symbols. But you recognise that there's power in them. Mm. Good stuff. Okay, uh, roll me uh, roll me a intelligence check, please. Yeah, yeah, no. Um... <laughs> no intelligence. Why can't I fit out that four? Four? Yeah, you don't get any more information out of that. You've had, you've had enough now to sort of stop reading, but if you want to read and try and decipher the, the spells for that, um, what it's going to take is for you to sit and try and read it without reading it, in a sense. Um, mm. Look at it from the corner of your eye. Yeah. Well, start from the, yeah. yeah, the bottom and read it back. Well, it says, yeah. with an intelligence of four, what you actually do is you actually start looking at it, and as you start... Uh, looking at these symbols, you um, you, you suddenly realise that it's enabling you to read it. So you start kind of intoning these syllables, and then you start feeling because you've got to take magic again. You start this feeling the sense of there's a spell building. Oh shit! I'm casting a spell. Oh shit! Okay, and you stop. Okay. Okay, I'm gonna, not going to do that now, but an opportunity. I'm going to sit down with this thing and try and figure out properly what it is. Yeah. Okay. It will take you, in game terms, it'll take you an hour of doing nothing but reading this thing. Okay. Everyone, what are you doing? This, this, uh, Biddy's, uh, sorry, uh, Rue has just pulled this twig out of this 
paw from your dream and there's a scroll on it and he just opened it and read it and said nothing. If only for the simple fact that I thought I was doing tech magic on my spearhead when we started all this, was there anything on my spearhead as well? Is there? Yes, there's the faint glow of whatever magic is responsible for alterations. Enchantment. Yeah. yeah. Oh well, changing thing or changing things or giving something new properties. Because there's two different things. It's, if you're saying um, this is now a plus one spear, then that that would be like uh, enchantment. Uh, if it's just gone from it's just a change in size, that would be transmutation. It's uh, I'm kind of making this up in my head as I go along. I kind of um, it it's going to go from big to small. It's basically it was small because that's that's what it was when it was in its like default mode. But now I've kind of like tapped into the other guy and everything. It's now going to go from big to small, big to small, big to small. So it's going to keep oscillating. Well, no, it, it potentially maybe um, I might even be able to control that at some point. But at the minute, it's just big and it will. Yeah. You figure it out. Okay, yeah. Okay. Okay. So what do you guys think happened? I have no idea what happened. <laughs> well, Gimbal's just going to say, we know there's some freaky ass shit going on around here. Um, considering there's like this sharky bear thing and um, whatever that thing was that you saw last night. Mm. We know there's some dodgy ass stuff. Um, with that dream we all had last night with a pottery like rabbit thing it's like there's something dodgy I say it's um, I reckon it's some kind of magic and we need to do whatever we can to put a stop to it the only thing that we're aware of in the local area would be the green we don't know how long she might have been here how old these things are we're already on one mission. Let's finish it. Do you think the green might have been here when we were sleeping then? Captain always. Even if she wasn't here in the um, in this dell, she's definitely in the area. We're not far from her tower. We've already established that these these guys have um, like a magical presence about them, which comes forth when they die or when they spill blood and stuff. So. Who knows, this could have been an after-effect of whatever happened with the shark bear, or maybe some other creatures passed through this and they're leaking magical energy and we just kind of got tied up in it. But or it could be another one of the weird experiments. Yeah. Who knows? I think ultimately, yeah, getting, getting rid of her will probably bring this to a conclusion faster than anything else. At this point, I'll just throw the porcelain foot on the floor and smash it. Try and get rid. <laughs> <laughs> and as it smashes, a small cloud of dust rises from it, and on the wind you can hear the sound of carrots being nibbled. How engaged are you in this weirdness that's happening amongst each other and, and with this thing that you've picked up and the scroll and all that? Um, how engaged are you in that versus like pottering around doing your morning things and We've been pretty much concentrating on sort of chatting together. Cause yeah. I think I'd like to say that maybe we had this conversation, all, you know, because talking it all out, and we would have shared our own versions yeah. of the dream to see, like, if, if they all matched up and the details all stuff. So perhaps we did that over breakfast. Yeah. Yeah. You know, definitely. some beans and 
you know, dried yeah. meat and stuff like that. Yeah. So, uh, you've not been in very alert at all? No. I think Carahad was really freaked out. Rue, make a nature check, please. Cool. With my newfound skills, that is a 19. Weren't the trees closer? <laughs> For the benefit of the audio, <laughs> describe what the fuck you're doing. <laughs> Radio. I, I, I'm looking around the uh, the encampment with a confused look on my eye, and I'm kind of doing stuff like putting my hand and the thumb up to the trees to try and gauge their relative height to where we are and what I thought they were. Yeah, we're in. This this definitely felt like a tighter clearing last night. So, hmm. Everyone hears a huge rustle of the trees. Almost all of them. Shark and bear too. Move back. No! <laughs> Three feet. They just move. They move. don't disturb the ground underneath them. There's no sound of falling. They're There's just no like cracking. expanding. They just Rastio. move. Three feet. Gimbal jumps to his feet, which makes no difference in height. And... Um, Stands there staring and just points and goes, They moved. That's weird. They moved. Mm. Um, I think we should leave. Rue puts the faggot down <laughs> and slowly backs away. <laughs> you notice that the trees are moving away again, but in a particular direction. Just off to your left, looking out of this gully. They're not getting any bigger, they're just moving further away from us. They're moving away. So it's not our perception of the trees getting further away, they are actually moving. They are right. physically moving. Um, okay. The ground yeah. seems to be just flowing around them, it's like it's water. Yeah. Just. They're, not, they're not leaving like tracks, there's no what, upturned soil. Yeah, what, what, what direction are they kind of gathering in relation to the direction we were travelling? Uh, you're in a gully facing south, the pathway's face is uh, travelling north yeah. east. And um, uh, this is sort of across the pathway uh, towards the east. I don't know whether to follow these things or come in the opposite direction. <laughs> um, I just got up on my feet and I'm just looking around. I'm just looking for anything else. That's everyone make just me, expecting the most crazy shit. Everyone any make other me a wisdom check, please. I would like to do this wisdom check based on my learned in... Magical history and... This is gut feeling. No. Oh, okay, Six. Sorry, and what was that? A check on? Wisdom. Wisdom. Uh, 20. Not natural. Okay. Karahad, yeah, this is some weird stuff. Okay, and you're just sort of hoping someone is going to come along and explain this. Yeah. Or or, or something, or, or just, just get to the leaping out of the weird thing, for fuck's sake. Um, but... Gimbal and Rue... You have a bad feeling about this. Gimbal's just going to say, I think we should leave now. Yeah, I'm in total agreement with you. And I start, like, stamping out the fire. I'm just there. I'm just, like, looking over there at the trees with the sword. And I'm just, like, looking over for the next weird thing. And then I'm, like, looking around. You hear hear this otherworldly scream. And it seems a long way off. And it's silence. 
the trees are still. Okay, so Gimbal's just to say we should go in the opposite direction to that. I'm so glad you noticed that as well. So yeah, I'm, I'm just going to vacate the uh, location quickly and head northwest. Everyone make me a perception check. It would be northeast that you're going towards the, yeah, so along the path. 12. Um, 14. 12. Who is the 14? That was me. Uh, in the direction these trees um, have, have formed like a, a rough funnel towards um, the, the, towards the east off the path. It doesn't go very far and you notice at the end of that um, almost promenade now, it's like almost a, a path in and of itself, is a tree which is scratched to hell. It is, it's almost ring barked, it's almost denuded of bark on the bottom. The, the, uh, the branches have all been snapped off the lower bits, the, um, the, the tree itself, but it's not big scratches. It just looks like, um, it looks like fuzz. It looks like, uh, so it hasn't been like torn apart. It looks like just tiny bits have been coming off it all the time, just tiny bits. So it looks like almost furry, this like furry tree um, at the bottom, but it shouldn't be furry. It's not, it's not that sort of tree. You know, it's not a palm, it's not something like that. It's you know, a large oak kind of thing, but it's just been hacked out. Uh, let's make it a hazel, actually. This is a hazel oak forest. Um, so it's, it, it looks like it's been hacked at by a million tiny claws. And you hear from behind the gully in which you were um, camping. The scream gets louder and there's also Okay, arm yourselves. <laughs> we don't have a weapon hand. Get it now. <laughs> yeah. On guard, then. Yeah. Ceramic cat. <laughs> Form circle. Is that what you're doing? You're forming a defensive perimeter? Yeah. 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 Kind of like... Back, back to back, why not? Makes sense. Yeah. Right now, you are on the path, and you are between the gully and behind you, so looking towards the sound. Um, so it's basically towards the northwest. Behind you is this scratched tree, and in front of you is this noise. Uh, and it hmm. sounds... It, it starts to become cacophonous is the sound of cats it's like there are it's like every stray cat on you know from, from um, Kerava has just turned up and is, is having a party I don't know what role this would be I'm thinking insight because it's basically trying to discern whatever's going on in this situation insight is people okay so I suppose it'd be perception then if you, want to yeah, make if, sense, to, so, if you want to make sense of something, yeah. I'll let you make a wisdom check. And, wisdom if, check. and if you want to do an insight roll against a cat, that's an automatic ni- minus 20. No, no, he's, go, he's going on the... It's uh, a cat. Yeah. No if, one can ever see inside the mind of a cat. Gimbal's if, going on the situation. <laughs> if, you are, if you're rolling, mm, a, rolling a skill yeah. check and there is no obvious skill, go to your abilities. Because it'll fall, just fall under one of those. Like, it's, not, it's obviously not strength. It's obviously not... So it might be intelligence. It might be wisdom. If you're trying to have a gut feeling about it, or if you're trying to puzzle something out, that's an intelligence check. Gimbal's trying to puzzle things out. Intelligence. Okay, well, that would be... 15. 15. 
as this thing grows closer, you, you start you, you're hearing these screams, you're hearing the, this, this cacophony. Then you suddenly you start putting things together, and you're like, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Right, there's a connection here somewhere. Oh, connections, connections, connections. There's something about connections here. But just then, over the top of the the gully uh, that you were camped in, launches this chaos. This, this mass of writhing fur and it looks to all the world like a six-legged mountain lion sorry uh, like an eight-legged mountain lion or puma or something with tentacles coming off it but you look closer and you can't see any details there's you can't see the skin and all that stuff and it's just this roiling mass of cats. Octocat. It's hundreds of tiny cats. Hundreds of cats. Dozens of larger ones, smaller ones, fluffy ones, ginger ones, white ones, black ones. Every cat you could possibly imagine is writhing around, forming this shape. There are some that seem to be the paws, but they don't stay in one place long enough. So it'll put the, put its paw down. It'll be one cat forming, you know, forming the the toes, and then it'll pick it up, foot up again, and another cat will have taken its place where it was, and it's just all roiling around, never seeming to stop. And the screaming doesn't stop. What Does anybody do do? have any milk? <laughs> Episode title. <laughs> Got milk? Yeah. yeah. Um, I am gonna start going, good kitty, nice kitty, there's a good kitty, now we don't mean any harm, kitty, back away, yes, good kitty. Roll the handle animal. Well, specifically, and not realising what I'm doing, I'm gonna cast Animal Friendship. Which is part of my new. Tell me what it does. It, it, it would be using one of my spell Fine, yeah. uh, kind of things. Yeah. So this spell lets you convince a beast that you mean it no harm. Choose a beast that you can see within range. It must see and hear you. If the beast's intelligence is four or higher, the spell fails. Otherwise, the beast must succeed on a wisdom saving throw or be charmed by you for the spell's duration, which is 24 hours. Uh, if you are one of your companions okay. harms the target, the spell ends. Four or higher. So if, they're in, if, if the, the beast's intelligence is four yeah. or higher, yeah. Okay. The... You, 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 you make your, your, your noises and your cat charming. And... The roiling seems to slow down slightly. The, the cats forming the, this this beast are, are slightly slower, and the there's there's a like a large almost tentacle coming off its back. There's two of these sort of large tentacle type things coming off its back, but just a chain of cats, and there's and they just sort of like settle down onto the back, and uh, it, it's it's it seems to sort of twitch a little bit. But the net result is that the cats that are forming um, the back and the tentacles of this beast seem to just slow down almost entirely and are kind of... Some of them have stopped and are just looking at you. <laughs> However, the ones forming its 
head, shoulders, feet, and tail uh, are still roiling, and it's moving towards you. Meow! Meow! We don't know whether that was a success or not. Uh, Well, until we attack it, only half of it will be attacking us. Um, Okay, guys, move to the side. Don't get between it and its scratching post. Yeah, I think we should get out of the way of that. So, yeah. 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 We're all going to edge towards... I don't know, left, right? Does it make a difference? Basically just edging out of its path. Yeah. 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 Okay, does anyone else want to make... Uh, an effort to do something before we... I don't think there's anything else we can do. You're going to edge out of its path? Yeah. Okay. Um, so you're edging along the path, or are you trying to edge? Uh, away, because obviously the cat's moving west to east. We want to basically head north-west, mm. so away from its path. Okay, so you're north-east along, al- along the path where you're going, but... Yeah, away from where the cat yeah. will be going. Okay. Um, everyone make me... Do you know what? Everyone um, apart from room in animal handling check because this is how not to enrage a beast. Oh, bastard. Eight. Eighteen. Eight, eighteen. So as it, se- it seems like for some reason room must be a cat person. Um, okay, right. Everyone edge away slowly. Gimbal? You're fine. This is describe how fine you are with this. It's, it doesn't care about you. Um, although I am a very small and obviously playful object, um, <laughs> I'm going to say with other um, forms in front of me, one of which is half distracting the cat. It's not going to notice me. I'm half hidden by them. So Gimbal's just like sort of slinking away slowly, one footstep at a time, hiding the trail of the bandana. Yep. Yep. Just there's no dangly things. Yeah. However, when Karahad starts to move away, his accoutrements around him kind of give him away. And you didn't quite manage to square away that coil of rope. <laughs> you know what's funny? I was thinking I've got some rope myself. I was thinking of running around the tree with it. <laughs> I was thinking, do I have any shiny surfaces to kind of like shine a spot of light on the floor in front of it? <laughs> As about seven feet of rope trail behind you, this monster immediately stops, transfixed, and looks at it. And its shoulders come down, its hindquarters come up, and it starts to shake a little. Dungeons and Dragons is owned by Wizards of the Coast. Intro music was Shards of Glass by Louis Barabbas and the Bedlam Six. If you want to get in touch with us, it's swordnutradio at gmail.com, that's swordnutradio at gmail.com, or find us on Twitter at swordnutradio. Thanks for listening. Oh, I just have the minimum requirements for doing this small class. Yeah. Uh, even if you didn't have the minimum requirements, you, you do it anyway. Fair enough. So, it says here, to multi-class as a cleric, wisdom 13. So I'd need a wisdom of 13 if you weren't just saying, go ahead. If I was just saying, go ahead, yeah. But yeah, you've got a wisdom of 13, haven't you? No. I've got, Gimbal's got a wisdom of 8. 
Jesus Christ, alright. Intelligence is 13, in which case I could multi-class as a wizard. Uh, but yeah, yeah, no, you, uh, uh, you can break the rules, it's fine. It's just that you're you're going to be really bad at it, is the thing. That's Do you nice. want to build a tower? Da, 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 da. Um, I will shoot you where you, you sit. To run. So I'll be so a level 4 now, yeah? Uh, no, you are a level 3 slash 1. You are not a level 4. That's very important. It's char- okay. they're, they're class so I'm a level, level 3 bard, class uh, level 1 cleric. Yeah, so if you introduce your character say by level, say I'm a, I'm a level 3 bard, level 1 cleric. Right. But and, and that's that's the way how you do it when you multi-class anyway, isn't it? It, it just gets split off. Yeah. So, right, okay. Now, I'm just trying to work this out in my head. So, because uh, I've got my app on, on the phone here, which will make my life very simple. Yeah. Um, I'm just trying to figure out, because it doesn't let you go backwards. So, I'm just trying to figure out, if I tell it to go up a level, but multi-class, is it going to... It will do it will do the right way there. Right, okay. Right, so, uh, um, so, Jace is still going to be with you. Um, in spirit. In spirit. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so, as usual, um, out of combat, he can. Uh, you roll a, a d20. If you want him to just try to assist you, you roll a d20. Um, and if it's high, he assists. If it's low, he does not. You ignore. Then <gasps> that is all. It's up to you. Oh, God, Rue gets to do all stuff like turning into animals. Uh, not a level one. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Rue potentially has the, the, the potential to turn into animals and stuff. Where's my other twat? Twat, 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 twat. Where's twat one? Huh? Well, you basically woke up from this dream and you feel different. Ooh. What I'll tell you is that if in RP, Gimbal um, shows that he's learning, becoming less naive, making better decisions, um, you are doing that already. Yeah. Um, but if you have a moment... Of that, like, so, so I, I don't know where it would go in, but it's up to you to try and find an opportunity. Basically, to I've, got, I've got to find a point to leave it in where I'd be like, Gimbal has a moment where he thinks this has happened before. Or, or just take charge and go, do you know what? We're going with this because fuck you. Or like, just have a moment where I go, look, after oh, everything that's happened, I'm not, I'm not the little kid. It's not that I just, I just thought with the team and everything now, Gimbal's kind of turning into Vizini. <laughs> the little midget one with the big plans he tells everyone else what to do yeah uh, so but if you have a moment I'm going to have to work in a catchphrase yeah. inconceivable I mean it doesn't, it doesn't have to be it doesn't have to be something confrontational it could be just a moment where you have a moment to say do you know what like a week ago I was a kid and I'm not yeah uh, I will give you uh, a no I am a man I will give you a permanent bump to your wisdom to bring it to ten Fair enough. Okay. So right. that he's not okay. a complete okay. doofus. Because you haven't been playing him as like less wise than most people, but he did start that way. Yeah. Uh, now you like, like, now you do trust in like very um easily led, I suppose. Yeah. So Gimbal's been taking charge a bit more, so I'm I'm happy to if we can underline it in a nice character moment. Yeah. Um then we'll uh, I'll give him a plus two to us. Okay. Mm. So, like, well, I was you, thinking they'd be like ridiculously long and sort of drapey, and yeah. uh, I was thinking, you know, do the whole do the dwarf thing of plasting them. A dwarf coat, whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, just <laughs> <laughs> <was> like that. <laughs> what is like, it's wrapped, it's, both hands are wrapped around your face. Yeah. <laughs> you, 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 use um, use like what they, what they used to use for hair gel, animal fat to like sort of glean it together in just one single thought, like a beard cone. <laughs> <laughs> I've just thought of something very cool. Oh yeah, I still have faggots. 
<laughs> or a faggot. You, you said you have a faggot still. Yes, I, I, have, I haven't forgotten your faggot. Hi, welcome to Swordnut Radio. This episode is our... <clears throat> This episode is the continuation of our 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons campaign. Eh. This episode... Hi, welcome to Swordnet Radio. This episode is the continuation of our 5th edition campaign. Ah, fucking fucking fuck. Hi, welcome to Swordnet Radio. This episode is our... Why am I so shit at all these things? And I know this because I had about 60 hours worth of Chinese factory background noise on my recorder when it arrived. Nope!